Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! The traveling radio show rolls on, and we are in one of my favorite places in all of Montana. Welcome in. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, in the historic city of Anaconda and at the historic golf course of Old Works. Got a chance to play the course this morning, and uh, what a course it is. Unbelievably challenging, unbelievably unique. The black sand traps are what it's legendary for, but tons of blind shots, elevation changes, and a whole bunch of other stuff in between. This is part of our uh, continued Golf Magazine tour. We are taking the tour, basically, from the Flathead up by Glacier to just outside of Yellowstone. You can't go to Yellowstone right now, obviously. If you've been following along, you know uh, it's a uh, it's closed for a little while but due to the uh, the epic flooding that's going on right now there in Yellowstone. But we have been tasked with writing a fun feature for Golf Magazine, talking about some of the best courses between Whitefish and Yellowstone. And here we are, dead set in the middle between Missoula and Bozeman in Anaconda. So that's what brings us to Old Works, plus the opportunity to just do a, a radio show from here as well. The reason I love Anaconda so much, there's a variety of reasons why I love Anaconda so much, but people in Anaconda are as passionate of sports fans as there is in the state of Montana or that you'll find anywhere, period. And uh, love, love, love any and every time we talk about Anaconda sports because we always hear from so many of you out there. We got guys that are from Anaconda that don't live there anymore. 
that I'm sure I'm going to get some texts from. We also got a bunch of people that live in Anaconda to listen to the show. And riding shotgun with me for the duration of this show, one of my favorite Anaconda guys, Blake Hempstead, sitting in the shotgun seat with me here uh, from Old Works. So we're going to talk our way all the way around the wide world of sports in the state of Montana, the wide world of sports in this community, both historically and contemporarily. We also have a bunch of other fun stuff to get to as well. Uh, Andrew Olamey, who is the assistant pro here at Old Works, he's going to join us here about 4.30 to go over some of the new additions, some of the stuff that they got pushing this historic course into the future, and some of the history of it as well. Uh, going on, getting close to now, about 25 years since this place opened up. And Jack Nicholas, the designer of this course, probably one of the coolest things you could possibly find in terms of a reclamation project. And I think that that's one of the essential parts of our lives here in Montana because we know how much things are just based on industry in Montana. That industry, objectively, is changing what the industries are that bring people to Montana for jobs and that keep people here. But for so, so long, mining was such a huge part of the history of Montana, and Anaconda's history runs deep. And to take a place that was once a super fun site and turn it into a exclusive golf course Pretty cool. So Andrew will join us to tell us uh, all about the latest, the greatest, and some of the history of this golf course. We're also going to talk some NBA, both NBA Finals as well as some of the crazy contracts and contract numbers that have been thrown around with the opening of uh, the offseason officially, basically. Uh, NBA free agency open today. Bradley Beal says no to $36.5 million. Kyrie Irving says yes to $36.7 million. James Harden says no to $47.3 million. Unbelievable, the money figures that are being thrown around. We will have a short week this week and a short week next week because we're off Friday, we're off Monday and Tuesday for the Independence Day holiday. So no show Friday, so we'll wrap up our week tomorrow back in studio I so very much look forward to that, but that means we got to bump up some stuff. So today, you're used to it usually on Thursdays and Fridays, but today we'll hear from Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. Uh, a lot of laughs, and uh, she's also mystified by uh, the state of affairs that is uh, the NBA and uh, the, the, um, the contracts that are being thrown around here uh, in the National Basketball Association. And... We'll continue to talk Big Sky Conference football as well. I've been just asking myself open-ended questions to give myself things to ramble about the last couple weeks. A couple of those main questions have been, what are the most intriguing teams in the Big Sky Conference? And which coaches slash programs are under the most pressure? I had my top two programs that are going to feel the most pressure this year in the Big Sky Conference as the two Big Sky teams right here in the Treasure State, right here in the state of Montana. So we'll discuss some of that with our good buddy Blake, and we'll also go over some of the top prep storylines of the year as well. The All-Star Game's in the books, so basically this athletic year, this athletic calendar is basically in the books. So uh, Blake does a great job of covering prep sports at the Class A, Class B levels, and uh, has a pretty good gauge on things here around Anaconda, around uh, the... um, just this area of, of southwest Montana. So there you go. That's your show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Brent and his team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any questions you might have in the real estate world, give Brent and his team a call today. You can always watch Nuanas Now on SWX Montana Television. We are not in the studio, but we are still coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. 
Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. You can find them in the Garden City, corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also check them out online at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Coming up a little later on this week, around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, the Crystal Redpath will continue. This is a special summer series in partnership with Nuanas Now, a Where Are They Now series. This week, Krista and myself will feature former Lady Grizz standout and current professional basketball player Mackenzie Johnston. This week's episode is brought to you by Man Mortgage of Missoula. And a great parlay because this is actually fun. Mackenzie Johnston, a Helena Capital graduate, but actually an Anaconda product. An Anaconda, say that. An Anaconda native. So do you remember her? It's so funny because I, when I first got introduced to uh, Mackenzie Johnston, you know, you're just reading the bio and you see, okay, Helena Capital. And I thought, okay, she's kind of scrappy like a Helena Capital girl might be. But then somebody told me, oh, she's actually from Anaconda. She just finished up high school in Helena Capital. And then everything about Mackenzie Johnston <laughs> made sense to me. It's like, oh, yeah, that girl, if, she, if you told me she was, she's from Anaconda or Butte, I totally believe that. Do you have any memory of her? When you know, she was really young. Because right, I think she moved to Helena, or Helena Capital when she's like a sophomore. So Yeah, Mark, her father, uh, knew him very well. He worked for Budweiser over in Butte. At that time, uh, me just getting out of the military and kind of getting my adult life, adult life going, uh, I worked for, it was Roach and Smith and turned to Summit Beverage. But, uh, yeah, I knew Mark very well. Um, it, you know, small town and... It was just remarkable of the the amount of girls athletes we had at that time. I mean, that time was Allie Hurley, Tori Hill, Lisa Lazovich. Of course, McKenzie was right around that same age. So, yeah, we had some really talented uh, girls basketball players, girls athletes uh, out of the Anaconda area. Of course, Lexi Nelson was also in there. So, yeah, um, she was just another one of those in the line of really good players that, you know, originated from Anaconda. I've always thought this, and I think that there's a certain uh, there, there's a certain uh, few factors that go into it. But we were just at the Montana Football Hall of Fame banquet this last weekend, and there was so much talk about this part of the country that we're sitting in right here, this part of Montana. The, the Butte Anaconda Pipeline is, is so rich in history; it's such a part of our history as Montanans. But there's also such a huge fervor for sports. I know high school sports are popular in the state of Montana across the board. But I actually, I've always thought this, the closer you get to Missoula and Bozeman, the less popular it is. Even if it's way more popular than a lot of places in the country, the universities do steal a lot of spotlight from the high school kids. Whereas when you have uh, a little bit of the, the, the city elements that don't have the colleges in it, that's one of the elements. But there's also so many other things, like the, just the history and the working class backgrounds of a lot of these kids. But in your opinion, as somebody that's you know, now chronicled Anaconda Sports for the better part of your life, whether it was at, you know, the newspaper or the radio station. Why is it that uh, sports, and especially high school sports, resonate so much here in in Anaconda? Well, in Anaconda, there's not a whole lot of, a whole lot of things to do as, uh, as an adult. I mean, we have maybe three months of summer or golfing weather. Other than that, it's, it's fall or spring. Um, you know, we're just starting to get warm weather here now. So realistically, I mean, high school sports is one of those things where you you know, get entrenched in. Um, you know, you, you follow the kids. You you know, when we have good athletic teams, when we have good boys basketball, girls basketball, whatever, it's one of the best followings. Same with Butte. Uh, Butte and Anaconda kind of 
go hand in hand when you have for sure you know that following like that and and it's funny because Butte and Anaconda are the fiercest of rivals I don't care who you say is a is a bigger rival whether they be inner city and class double a or whatever but Anaconda and Butte are the fiercest for but sure. when they get into college we all become buddies I mean we've been backed into corners before and oh let's go find a Butte or Anaconda kid we'll take <laughs> care of the rest of them so yeah that's that's kind of the funny part and it kind of goes along with the heritage of Butte and Anaconda built the country. Right. So we're, right. we're sitting, we're looking at this this super fun, this disaster area that was turned into something beautiful like this. One of the reasons why I don't understand the distaste for Anaconda is Anaconda and Butte basically gave up what they were right. to basically build America. Right. You know, the copper smelting, this built America. This was, you know... It built both world wars. Uh, it produced all of the, you know, all the copper, all of the, um, all the textiles, everything like that. For so sure. I mean, it really the intercontinental railroad. Yeah, it, it's the mother of America because you know you don't have you have a kid you kind of <laughs> fall off a little bit and but now it's coming back. Anaconda is really um, finding a little bit of a stride uh, working with the EPA. As you can see, they're. They're going to put a cap on the slag pile as you're coming in. You might have noticed that when you were coming in today, they're they're plowing the slag down to where they can put a cap over that. So, uh, you know, when you have these big westerly winds or the, the winds that come in from the east, that slag pile isn't blowing around and, and redepositing some of that that slag throughout the yards that... Uh, um, that Arco and BP is, has been really good at coming through and, and replacing throughout the city. So that'll be a nice little thing, too. But, again, like, this is your first time out here today. It's it's tucked away. If if nobody has, has been out here, you understand when you come out here what a jam it is. Nuan is now ESPN Radio coming to you live from Old Works Golf Course here in Anaconda, Montana. Pleasure to be here. A little breeze in the air, but otherwise a stellar day out here at this beautiful and one of a kind jack nicholas courses happy to be here happy to take this show on the road one more time thanks to tommy our guy in the back for sitting in the chair all week with our main guy andrew houghton on the road he's going to dc for the uh, independence day holiday but tommy kind enough to sit behind the glass and uh, also kind enough to help us get this shindig on the air in another new location we should start making a map of all of this so we know exactly every spot we've ever done this show from the missoula paddleheads back at home tonight in the garden city it's wolf wednesday so that means you can bring your dog to the ballpark park also though remember that the missoula paddleheads the official cider of the missoula paddleheads is made at western cider western cider is all about great cider good times and community as the official cider of the paddleheads Western Cider has a game day deal that cannot be beat. Stop by the tasting room for any home game. That includes tonight. And show your game ticket. You're going to buy one cider and get the second one free. Kick back and enjoy a cheese or charcuterie plate with your cider. Then take a quick walk over the California Street Bridge to cheer on the Paddleheads. Buy one, get one free with your Paddleheads ticket at Western Cider all season long. Western Cider, 501 North California Street. Open 4 until 8 Monday through Thursday. So open till 8 tonight. And then open noon Friday through Sunday. Noon to 8, that is, Friday through Sunday. So go check out a Western Cider on your way uh, to the Missoula Paddleheads game all weekend long. Fireworks night coming up on Friday as well. And, of course, if you can't make it to the game, you can always hear the awesome calls right here on ESPN Radio. 
courtesy of our main guy, Jeff Safford. Got a very nice and affirming email this morning praising Jeff Safford for his uh, awesome abilities. And I got to say, I second the notion. He is uh, phenomenally good at play-by-play in general, but he is tremendously good at baseball. I find myself listening to the Paddleheads games for a variety of reasons, uh, interest, but also admiration for uh, the work that he's doing. So uh, check it out sometime this summer. I think you'll you'll be very soothed and very entertained and uh, very captivated by Jeff's calls on uh, the radio waves pretty much every week, uh, night and weekend throughout this whole summer. Blake Hempstead joining me here uh, on Nuanas now. I'm Coulter Nuanas. This is our ESPN Roundtable. We do this each Wednesday, usually during the 5 o'clock hour, but we're bumping it up because we have our good friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, coming up uh, during the 5 p.m. slot. So stay tuned for that. But this ESPN Roundtable, we're talking around the world of sports here in the state of Montana, but specifically the history of what made us. And I think that's such a great point, Blake. I think that the thing that Montana is facing now, and again, as I always remind our listeners, we live in this world where things have to be good or bad, black or white. And I think that the, one of the things that we're struggling with the most as a peoples, as a culture in America, is finding that middle ground and, and finding nuance to our conversations. We don't always have to agree on everything, but we also don't always have to yell at each other about everything. But one of the crossroads, and again, this is not good or bad, it's just it just is, that we're facing as Montanans, is the crossroads of industry. Because Montana itself is based on and has been based on industry as much as any state in the union. Agriculture, lumber, logging, mining. We've replaced a lot of those 20th century industries with one of our main industries, tourism. That's all fine and dandy. We also have a tech boom going on as well. But it is important to to remind people that it's not just Montana that was built by Montana. Much of the country was built in Montana. Uh, intercontinental commerce, intercontinental trade, intercontinental travel. That stems from some of the railroad history in Montana. The mining, electricity, being able to go on the Internet. I mean, we are all the way uh, on the radio right now from 150 miles away. And you can trace that all the way back to the Copper Kings and the way that they were able to to mine the copper. So it, it is important. But I also think that this distinct part of the country, there's so much family tradition and so much lineage here. I think that's one of it, one of the parts of it as well. I think Butte and Anaconda tell their story as well as anybody in the state, but also I think that's what we love as well. As Montanans, we love telling people we're Montanans, but people from Anaconda, they love telling people they're from Anaconda. I think that's why there is such a following for sports, especially when kids leave the community and go on and play at other levels. I mean, we see it right now with a guy who's a rising star with the Montana Grizzlies with Braxton Hill, uh, who I think is going to be one of the breakout players, one of the standout linebackers uh, in the big sky this next year. Well, I will tell you that I have three friends that they live uh, in Nevada, in Boise. Uh, Where's the other one I'm thinking of? But anyway, their kids have moved back, and they go to school here in Anaconda. Their parents don't live here. They come back. It's just they want to get back to a more of a grassroots, give their kids the ability to learn the same way they did. You know, they went out have good jobs teaching job one one of the men is a teacher uh the other one uh one of my classmates uh, she's a doctor and uh works for boise state her son oldest son has moved up here played golf with anaconda this year played basketball as a jv so you know they just want a little bit different they they want the opportunity for their kids to compete and and do some things that they did that they might not get uh 
in Boise at a, at a bigger school. So is the education as good or as diverse? Maybe not. But what does happen here is you get more of a family feel, like you said. And Anaconda is growing in terms of the technology, like you said. People are moving away from bigger communities. They are working remotely. They are getting houses in small communities. And the quality of living here is just so much better than in a big city. And that's kind of where Anaconda Butte, Deer Lodge even, getting a lot of their... Uh, For sure. And getting getting a lot of their people to... Or a lot of their residents to come in and, you know, work from home and, and get involved in the communities. And, you know, when you were talking when we were first here, Carl Nyman, he's our Superfund coordinator here in town. There's not a more passionate guy that is trying to turn around Anaconda one job at a time, and that is via the Superfund. So, you know, things are moving and bustling here in Anaconda. You look out over, Goose Town will be here next weekend. Uh, this place will be hopping. The old works amateurs coming up a uh, bunch of stuff going on in anaconda so yeah it's 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 fun time to be here you spin round table blake hempstead sitting shotgun with me here uh Nuana's now from old works golf course uh, so from a contemporary standpoint one of the big stories in the state the last couple months has been uh, sort of the drama that's attached it, it's sort of a microcosm of what's going on around the state of montana in general we've seen the infiltration and uh in a lot of in a lot of cases controversial decision-making by a lot of, of the school boards from around the state. And we've seen various coaches get forced out. We've seen as many coaching changes in a giving offseason at, uh, at all, all classifications of Montana high schools uh, quite frequently. But that happened here in Anaconda, and uh, it was particularly controversial on the boys' basketball side with uh, the non-renewal of Rachi Estes, who was you know, uh, from the Estes lineage, one of the great names to come out of this city this town and also though it's not as if he was just a bum that was losing a bunch of games but anaconda was pretty successful with rochester as their head coach as well so what's the latest what can you tell us about uh, the boys and girls basketball programs here at anaconda high school so the boys and girls have both rehired or hired uh their coaches raunchy did not receive an interview the the thinking behind that was <clears throat> the board had made a decision. They did not uh, feel Ranchi was, you know, was was doing the job there, even against administrative approval. They had moved on. Um, Dakota Norris is now the head boys basketball coach. He, uh, a former Dillon graduate, he won a state championship under Terry Thomas down there. Was a pretty good, accomplished coach in Deer Lodge, was the AD over there. He was our AD for the first time this year. So he'll be our boys' basketball coach. And then Andy Saltenberger was offered the job that he stepped down from, which is a good thing for Anaconda. Andy was a a really, really good coach and has a good program going and will be another good team this year. So, you know, there was some vitriol going through there. Coulter, as you know, you know, me, I I love Rachi, and I thought he did a fine job. Other people that that, uh, see things through rose-colored glasses don't... um, don't appreciate how tough it is to be a coach in a school where you cannot recruit and you're just kind of handed a certain amount of players and, and a certain amount of abilities. You know, you can't turn that around in just a season or two or even sometimes even develop that. You know, it's just some kids just aren't really athletic. I mean, there's really nothing you can do, and that's the beauty of Class B athletics or Class C, any high school athletics, quite honestly. So, yeah. I will tell you the most um, the most mature about 
all of it was was Rachi. I mean, he's handled it very well. Uh, I coached his kid in in baseball. We got his uh, got his oldest son in in All Stars this year. We'll be over in Missoula next next week in the in the eight to or nine and ten year old All Stars. So Rachi's been really good. You know, he loves uh, he loves being a Copperhead. He intends to keep his kids here. He's a teacher and a very good teacher in our high school. So, you know, hopefully, you know, time will heal those wounds and and hopefully people just get a little better for it. It's just amazing how much drama there is in high school sports at this exact moment, and hopefully we can get to the other side. I don't really know why why or how we let sports become this way, but it's uh, from the from the pro level on down, the infiltration of money is so hard to deal with. But also, you know, my brother and I were talking about this on the way over here. My brother played with us uh, here this morning out at, at Old Works, and we were talking about how you never really thought about playing high school sports for any other reasons besides just to compete, have fun. And, you know, the the chasing of college dreams was so far down the road. You weren't really ever thinking about it. If it became something that was a reality, that's all great, whatever. I got recruited by some frontier schools. My brother ended up playing football uh, for the Grizzlies of Montana. But if that wouldn't have happened, that wouldn't have, you know, skewed the way that we would have remembered it. I mean, it's supposed to be all about the memory. So hopefully we can get back to just making it about the kids, making it about the opportunities, and making it about just having some fun uh, first and foremost. It's the ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Head on down to Paradise Falls. They have 18 draft beers, 30 big screen TVs, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Great place to watch sports all the way around uh, the wide world of sports in the state of Montana or any national sports as well. They also have a great Casino and a sports bet Montana machine. Paradise Falls located on the south side of town, 3621 Brook Street in Missoula. Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hot spot. We're going to talk some more Big Sky Conference football here at Old Works. But first, we're going to stay on time. I'm just really trying to show off to our main guy, Tommy. Proving to him now that he's producing the show this week that we can really stay on the clock. So... We'll take a break, and uh, we'll be right back at it. More Big Sky Conference talk, plus an update on all things old works. That's where we're coming to you from, live from Anaconda, Montana. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultelaw.com. Who knows where the hell Ryan Tutel is? He's sitting on a beach somewhere. Who knows which beach it is? All I know is every time he FaceTimes me, all he's doing is wearing 
aviator sunglasses, a backwards hat, and no shirt. I'm like, bro, do you have any shirts? I want you to find a shirt somewhere in the world, and I want you to put it on when you're going to FaceTime me. If not, just call me. I don't want to see your shirtless self. Anyways, I digress. We are coming to you live. One of the most beautiful settings in the state of Montana. We are here at Old Works Golf Course in Anaconda. This is famous, a Jack Nicholas course, and uh, what a cool deal. I've heard about it my whole life. I actually feel a little bit embarrassed to say that I had never played this course before, but now I have. Played it this morning. This is uh, part of our collaboration with our traveling radio show here at ESPN Radio, as well as a gig I got from my sports writing part of my uh, repertoire, as it were, as we are profiling public golf in the state of Montana, specifically between Glacier National Park and Yellowstone National Park. But what a fun and cool and memorable course that you have here uh, in Anaconda, Montana. So really appreciate all the people out here uh, at Old Works for hosting us. So on that note, we have Andrew Olamey from Old Works. He's the head pro. I, I demoted him without even knowing him. I've only known him for 20 minutes, and I, I demoted him. But uh, he, I know this guy knows his sports because he's been talking to me about Idaho football, which has been actually one of our main talking points here the last week of June. Andrew, thanks for hosting us, man. How you doing? Uh, good. Thanks for having me out. I'm glad you guys came on such a nice day, and uh, you kind of beat the wind a little uh, bit. Yeah, so, right? Yeah, it was well, good. Well, you could say I, we kind of beat the wind, except for on, I believe it was a hole 13, which yep. is supposed to be a short par four i hit as good a drive as i could hit we pulled up there and my my little uh gps says oh drive went 187 yards i was like that's great still 167 out this is an incredibly challenging course it is i mean it was it's it's an american links course is how For i would sure, describe yes. it i mean you can play the ball um you know high if you want to but Jack designed it for for Lynx play. Uh, the prevailing wind really has a lot of effect on it. But for sure. I mean, from seventy eight hundred yards from the tips, it uh, it's a tournament golf course, and it'll keep you guessing. But yeah, we're lucky to have it here in Anaconda, and um, yeah, new clubhouse is ninety five percent done. You guys just saw our new parking lot here, so exciting times here at Old Works. So you got you got to give me a tip here. I, I need a tip, okay? Because I'm definitely going to come out here and play again. This sand, which is black sand. It's like no other sand I've ever played before. I really enjoyed it around the greens because there's a lot of give to the sand. So if you have a greenside sand shot, I like that. But there's all sorts of fairway bunkers. I was having the hardest time. How do you hit it? You can't, like, pick it clean like a normal fairway bunker. No, not at all. Well, so we call it slag. Okay. We call it slag. Yeah, yeah, slag. Yeah, and yeah. so usually my tip for people is I'll tell them to play it. Like, if you're playing traditional white sand, um, you pretty much just play like it's wet. Okay. So, like, it's been raining. Yep, so, yep, yep. If, if you might hit two inches behind it on, you know, white pearly sand on yep, our slag, yep. you want to hit about an inch behind it. Okay. Right? And out of the fairway bunkers, yeah, you got to be really precise. You're not going to dig your feet in three, four inches. Right, you kind of right. stand nice and upright and try to pick it clean because it'll kind of eat you up. Before we get into more old works talk, we got to circle back around because we're burying the lead here. This guy is a big Idaho Vandals fan. I, am. I know there's a great many people around the state that are listening to this show that are saying, well, why the heck do you have an Idaho Vandals fan on? I do love the fact, I know it's controversial among the Idaho fan base, the, the Vandals being back in the big sky. I love the Vandals being back in the big sky from a Montana standpoint because I think that there's only a few things that Cats and Grizz fans can agree on. And, uh, Two of those things are their mutual hatred for Idaho and Eastern Washington. Yeah. So having more rivals in the league is is a good thing. Um, but 
what, what are your thoughts right now on, on Idaho football? Because uh, a new era, first time there's been a new coach in, in uh, Moscow on the Palouse in a yeah. decade. Yeah, no, exciting times in, in Moscow. I mean, uh, new basketball arena, if you guys got to check that out, $51 million. Unbelievable. ICCU arena, new coaching staff, Jason Eck over from South Dakota State. And, I mean, people are pretty pumped up about Vandal football. I think the disappointment from a big portion of the fan base from dropping down has kind of worn off. And I So, t- so explain yeah. this to me, because I've had a hard time grasping why Idaho fans are, are sad about this. Why do you want to be in the Sun Belt? Like, what, what do you play for when well, you're in the Sun Belt? I, it's a fair point, and, you know, we miss the local rivalries, the Montanas, the right. Montana State. I mean, how do you but, even have a rivalry with Arkansas State and Troy? I mean, that's like 3,000 miles It's away. true, but there's a reason no one's ever dropped down before. It's that's because, true. true. I mean, mo- monetarily, it's scholarships, true. coaching, um, it really just kind of brought the energy down a little for bit. Sure. I mean, and to be fair, we won a bowl game 18 months before we dropped down. That for was sure. a little hard to take. I mean, I watched that yeah. Idaho team in person because that was Jeff Choate's day. You gave yep. up Montana State. I drove over to Moscow. It was actually the craziest uh, little drive over that uh, I've ever had because we got halfway to Moscow. My brother's wife went into labor about a week early. So I had to stop, get him back to Missoula, and then restart the drive. But either way, I watched that Idaho team, and, and that, that team was very good. Multiple yeah, pros on that team. And so. I mean, you know, Paul Petrino had his his pros and cons. I was a Paul Petrino fan. He did some amazing things there. Uh, completely turned around APR ratings. Won us a bowl game. Um, but yeah, Jason Eck is leading the new era. Younger, more energetic. And yeah, people in Moscow are excited. And I, I think you know we talked a little bit before you got on that. I mean, that's a rock solid offensive line, defensive right. line. They've got probably over half a dozen quarterbacks on their roster. Um, they just got Jabari Gibbs over from South Dakota State. He was a stud in 2019. Yes, he was. So if he clicks and you know he's the quarterback they need, they're an instant contender. Um, schedule isn't too easy this year. You know, got to come to Missoula. That's going to be a tough game. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be rocking this year. People are ready for a change. Nuance now is been radio. SWX Montana Television, but not in studio because we are here. Old Works Golf Course hey, in Anaconda. Blake Hempstead joining me, as well as Andrew Olamey. Andrew is the head pro here at Old Works. They're kind enough uh, to host us. And uh, good stuff there from uh, uh, about the Vandals, because I do think it's intriguing to see sort of the new era. Do you, do you have something here for this guy? You were, you were motioning at me. Turn my mic back No, on. I was just going to tell you you are talking <laughs> Big Sky Football, and then yeah, Anaconda's yeah. Nate Sanders comes walking up. He's he's getting ready to play, uh, former Grizzly. So, yeah, you were talking Big Sky Football, and I'm like, well, there's Nate. So, yeah, graduated from Anaconda High, played <laughs> got, for Chris. Got to love it. Well, uh, Andrew, tell us some of the new stuff you got cooking out here. This course, uh, I, I give this course a great compliment. Not only the uniqueness and, and the beauty of it, but uh, it has a very old-school feel, even though when you really break it down, 25 years old. So uh, what's new here at Anaconda? So really the highlight of what's new is, like I mentioned, our new clubhouse. Uh, we got two brand-new Trackman simulators. Uh, Jack's Grill got a complete remodel. And this is going to be our first season that we're going to be open 12 months a year. So cool. uh, we're going to, you know... It's going to be great to watch football Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, golf course is better than ever, like, like you guys said. Uh, you know, playing here once or twice before, the greens have never been better. And it's just progressively um, 
getting back to that championship quality course it was when it was designed. And uh, Todd Loop, he's our superintendent, GM. He's done a fantastic job. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's cool. Like, for example, when we have the U.S. Amateur Qualifier out here in a couple of weeks and get to see all those D1 players, plenty of Montana State, Montana guys come out here. And from 7,800 yards, it just shows you how deep the game is and that, you know, just a test like this is here for a reason. You know, it's great for, for the sure. state, great for the community. And, uh, and I mean, I'd say probably two-thirds of our rounds are destination golfers. For so, sure. I mean, it's great for even that new Forge Hotel. As someone who just moved to Anaconda, that's a great example of, you know, what golf can do to a, a, an economy like Anaconda. And, uh, no, our clubhouse is fantastic. Definitely come have lunch at Jack's Grill. And, uh, like I said, we got the best technology in our golf simulators. So, yeah, it's a fun time to be here. I'm happy I'm here. And uh, if I was ever going to leave Vandal Land, it was going to come to a place like this. So, yeah, it's uh, you guys picked a good day and hopefully see more Montana locals out here. Well, it's, it's worth reminding people, right, this is public course. So people could come out here. It's, I think, I think it, that people here... Jack Nicholas course, yeah. hosting the state am, all this stuff. They think, oh, it must be private. It's not, though. Well, it is the only Jack Nicholas signature design course that green fee is under $100. So great value. Um, you know, even on Wednesdays, we have a deal where if you're 15 older, you can come play for 50 bucks. Very cool. So, you know, we're trying to get people from Missoula, Butte, Bozeman out here to check out, you know, something that's pretty special to the state. Some tournaments coming up this summer. Give people the dates of uh, when all this stuff's going down. Yeah, so uh, USAM Qualifier, July 11th. That'll be going on all day. They play 36 holes. Uh, that's open to the public. If you just want to watch some guys hit 350-yard drives and kind of show you how deep the game of golf is getting, that, that'd that be a fun showcase. And then our Old Works Amateur uh, is going to be July uh, 23rd and 24th. We got registration online, and I think now that we're getting a little bit back to normal, that's going to be the event of the year. So, uh, yeah, come check out Old Works. We're going to be here all year. If you want to come watch a football game, hit the simulator. Uh, course conditions are better than ever. But, yeah, even July 11th, uh, come watch some golf. Uh, last year we had a 62 out here course record. Holy so, Gal. Again, from 7,800 yards, it'll, it'll humble you pretty quick. So hey, I broke 62 today, twice. <laughs> Front nine and back nine. <laughs> That's amazing. One thing I think is so fascinating, too, about when you talk about amateur golf transitioning onto a great course like this, you mentioned just how far guys can hit the ball. I know guys around the state of Montana that are like elite amateur players, and they actually hit the ball farther than most of the guys on the tour. Why is that? Like, I guess the... The biggest misperception, I think, of the PGA guys is that they're the best because they hit it the farthest. That's actually not true. They just have the most complete game. Right, You're totally exactly. right. Well, even the track man is a great example. I can take a 10, 20 handicap in there, and they might get the same ball speed on a 7-iron as a PGA Tour. Right. But it's never going to be as consistent as controlled. Shape, spin, the, release, I all mean, of it. Even right. the margin for error from the PGA Tour to... Division One golf. I mean, it's there, but we're talking a couple shots around. For it's, sure, for sure. It's it's razor thin margins, and uh, that's kind of why even with this new Live Golf series, I don't know how much you all follow oh, that. Oh, buddy, this has been our, our oh, main talking I, I think it's fascinating because all these guys who are dying to get on the PGA Tour. Line them up. I mean, right. there's 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 a hundred thousand guys in the world. I think that could go out and win a PGA Tour event today. Uh, it's just timing. It's luck. It's it's all those sorts of things. But yeah, golf is golf is getting deeper than ever, and now they're actually starting to make money. Like you guys mentioned with you know NIL, uh, some of those top five, top ten. Uh, Division One schools, Arizona State, Oklahoma State. Their golfers are making money. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a different climate for sure. Andrew Amy joining us here on Nuanas now. He's the head pro out here at Old Works Golf Course. 
Jack Nicholas Signature Course coming to you live from Anaconda, Montana. Anything else to add that people need to know about uh, Old Works out here? I I just think they should come check it out. It's uh, the course conditions have gotten better from last three four years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, greens aren't running 14, 15s. Uh, it's definitely a, m- a more playable, more enjoyable experience than when it first opened, uh, to be honest with you. And then folks might even remember the first 12, 13 years we were open, right. we were cart path only because sure. we didn't want to you know, test that cap yep. too much. So uh, come out and play if that was a reason why, why you didn't before. And then Senior Wednesdays, 50 and over, 50 bucks. And uh, we'll be here all year round. Come watch a football game. Uh, Jack's Grill is open. And uh, yeah, come see me for a golf lesson or a round, and I'll say hi. Very cool. It's worth the trip. It took me less than 90 minutes to get over here today from Missoula. So if you're coming from Western Montana, it's a short, easy drive. And I, I'm telling you, this course is phenomenal. One of the most unique and original courses uh, that I have played. So thank you so much for hosting us today. Thanks. Thanks for coming, guys. Andrew Elaney, the uh, head pro here at Old Works here in Anaconda. Speaking of guys making money, how about these NBA contracts? Can you imagine saying no to $50 million? More importantly, can you imagine not showing up for work 60% of the time and still getting the choice to pick up your player option? It's completely and utterly off the hook here <laughs> in the NBA. We we shall discuss right after this. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. You don't get the radio signal out there wherever you live in Montana or you, know, you can't get SWX, whatever. Get that ESPN Montana app. That'll be rolling on your various Roku and smart TV apps here pretty soon. But it's already available on all your Apple and Android devices. So appreciate Tommy and his team for continuing to kill it. This right here, as we're sitting here on June 29th, is certainly one of, if not the slowest, sports weeks of the year. It's also a time when so many of us Montanans take some time off and enjoy the summer weather around the great Treasure State. And it's also a time when sometimes we uh, have a hard time tracking down some of our great supporters. That's all to say, every Wednesday, pretty much for the 10-year anniversary of ESPN Missoula, and for all of the time that we've had Sports Talk Radio, whether it was a a -a once-a-week show or... Uh, a daily show or multiple versions of collaborative shows, the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill has been so unbelievably supportive of us. They were our very first sponsor when it came to launching the show long before I even worked at ESPN Radio, and they have been so gracious in hooking all of you up with a dozen wings every single week. We do not have a wings giveaway today. We will be back at it giving away wings uh, in the near future here. The king, the king of wings, he's taking a little vacation. I can't wait to hear and recap uh, with him. But he'll be back, and uh, once he does, he will give us those awesome gift cards. But just had to say a special thank you to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for their continued support of us here at Nuanas Now. And every Wednesday, we will always have a Wing It Wednesday. We just don't have any wings for you right now. But that doesn't mean you can't go eat some wings down there at the Despo located on Russell Street, right across from the YMCA uh, in Missoula. We're coming to you live from Old Works Golf Course here in Anaconda, Montana. Very fun to play this course this morning and then to broadcast here. we got a nice spot in the shade, kind of out of the wind, and uh, we're, we're seeing 
uh, a variety of golfers. I'm sitting here with Blake Hempstead. He's sitting shotgun with me. Uh, he is most famous for his work at Copperhead Country, but a guy has been involved in sports media here uh, in Anaconda for uh, quite some time. I haven't even asked you this. What did you? I know you, you're kind of in and out with the NBA, but what did you think? <sighs> of, <laughs> I've not watched a game. We just got into a discussion on Twitter uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. just this week, and the last time I watched an NBA game was when the Sonics moved. The last NBA game I went to right. was game five of the 96, 95 1995. 96 finals. 96 finals, yeah. Or not finals, 96. But uh, it was the first eight seed to lose to a one seed, and it was Denver beating Seattle. I was at that game at Key Arena. Yeah, that was... That was, that was the year after the Sox went to the championship? Is that no, right? that was the year before. The year before, right? Yeah, then then right. they made it. It was them and the Bulls, and yep. that was the sixth the game. The first year of Jordan's return when yeah. they beat the Sonics, and then Jordan beat the Jazz two years in a row. So you have no thoughts on what this last NBA Finals meant. I, I, well, <laughs> I, well, what I will tell you is the history of, of basketball in Seattle, as anybody in the Northwest will tell you, that forget the Seahawks, forget the sure, Mariners. Sure. The Sonics were the team throughout all. All of it that dominated Seattle. So when they moved, when Howard Lincoln moved Seattle, moved the Sonics as the Thunder to Oklahoma City, it was it was a death blow. I mean, people people were in tears. I mean, there there was a guy Sonics. Uh, what was his name? The Sonics guy. Uh, he died. Bennett? Yeah. You, no. 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 no Sonic, he was the Thunder his, guy. His name is the Sonics guy. Uh, I can't remember, his, but he died right. last year. Big fro wears Sonics hat. I mean, even yeah. the Sonics apparel still is a a, a major selling point right. to people in in Seattle. So, it, it, it's cra- it's seriously one of the craziest things that's ever happened in pro sports. Because if you really dig into why professional sports franchises move, you can find at least some sort of valid reason for almost all of them. The Sonics is the most nonsensical move that's ever occurred. For people that don't know it, first of all, Blake uh, it was in the Navy, and that's why he has a great affiliation and affinity for Seattle area sports. He, he was using a University of Washington ball marker today, and you know Mariners guy, Seahawks guy, and Sonics guy. But for those that don't realize this, the prep basketball scene in the Seattle-Tacoma area is as good as anywhere in the United States, and that's not hyperbole. There, it, just until this last year, this last year the, the greater Toronto metropolitan area surpassed Seattle. But for about 20 years, the city that was producing the most NBA basketball players was not New York, not Chicago, not L.A., Seattle. And uh, so that's why it's crazy because if you live in Seattle or you ever spend time in and around that area, the Seattle-Tacoma area it's flush with talent, but it's also flush with so much passion for basketball. And it's it is truly crazy because it's not like the Sonics were just some, you know, after run franchise. They were a great franchise that won the West multiple times. They won an NBA championship back in the 1970s. They had great fans, and, and this all just came down to uh, a bunch of I don't even know what to say. A bunch of uh, Dishonesty in well, the way that they were. Howard moved. Lincoln was, it was political with right, Howard Lincoln. Totally. I mean, if you go back to 96 when Ken Baring was going to move the Seahawks, there wasn't as much uproar as there was when the Se- when the Sonics started hearing rumblings. And, you know, it was bad. You looked at what the Sonics had at that point in time. You had Kevin Durant, you had Russell Westbrook. I mean, you had, you had a good, solid team. And then mix in a guy who you said just signed his, his, uh, 
contender with uh, his Kevin, tender tonight. Kevin Durant. Uh, well, not Durant. Uh, Kyrie Irving? No. Okay. The Beard. Oh, James Harden. James sure. Harden yeah, just yeah, signed yeah. his tender today. I mean, he was the third yeah, yeah, part of yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that totally. was all going to be in Seattle. So you're coming off the heels, you know, six, seven years past, you know, Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, uh, Sam Perkins, you know, you know some of the some of the really big stars in the NBA back then. Uh, yeah, it was it was huge, and like you said, that collection between from SeaTac to Seattle yep. to Tacoma, that pipeline of of collegiate. I mean, Kentucky still hammers that for sure. Uh, they just had their you know their first round pick from Kentucky. That he's a Seattle guy. So yeah, it, it basketball in the Northwest that was huge, huge in in Seattle. So. That's why I don't watch the NBA anymore, and, and, and I might after the fact. I hear so much bad about it. I mean, yeah, there's some stars, but the game is not – the game is a slow, clunky – you know, we like college basketball. I, I can watch college basketball all day long. See, I, I, I'm the other way around it just because I think that the college rule – I have to watch so much low major men's college basketball because the big sky – is you know to be frank, there it's a, it's fast tracking to a 15 seed at this point, and uh, the rules are are uh, they're not applicable for the level of athlete that plays in the Big Sky at this exact moment. So it turns into a foul fest. But that's here nor there. It is ESPN Radio. Nuana is now coming to you from Old Works Golf Course here in Anaconda, Montana. The mayor of Anaconda, not really. He's just no. kind of the de facto mayor. Blake Hempstead no. joining me here uh, on ESPN and. Uh, Last couple of thoughts on the NBA. James Harden declined his player option with the 76ers. That's $48 million he said no to. Kyrie Irving picks up his player option with the Brooklyn Nets. That's $36 million. Yes, please. DeJounte Murray, who might be the best player that people don't know about, he moves from the San Antonio Spurs to the Atlanta Hawks. How will that fit in with Trey Young? We shall see. But the Hawks have a lot of young talent. Can they make it work? I'm not sure, but NBA free agency opened up today. We've been rapping and talking and debating NBA legacies for the last couple weeks, but to just wanted to give you the news of the day uh, when it comes to a lot of the player movement. We're going to not harp on this too long because our great friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, she has a lot to say about NBA free agency as well. So that will be coming up to kick off hour number two. In the meantime, head on down to Buff City Soap tomorrow. 20% of all your purchases are going to be donated to the Missoula Mavericks baseball team. The American Legion uh, baseball club there in Missoula. A uh, great organization, a great pastime for kids in the summer, high school age boys. Uh, it'll be interesting to see the way American Legion baseball transitions with the addition of high school baseball in the state. But for now, it is the most valid and popular option. And they always need our help to help them raise money because it is certainly a expensive pursuit especially for some of the kids that really want to play that might not have the resources to do so so buff city soap they're going to give 20 percent of all of their purchases tomorrow that's thursday they also made these cool new missoula mavericks um bath bombs so go check out buff city soap check out the bath bombs and also any of it and all of your money is going to be going towards a good cause 20 percent to the missoula mavericks and uh buff city soap is located there at the northgate plaza uh, in missoula they are a great sponsor of ours including sponsoring what's coming up next 
What does Carolyn think about somebody not showing up for work 60% of the time and still getting paid $36.7 million? I'll give you a hint. She's not happy. Chicken does No Sports. A lot of laughs coming your way. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 